You found us through fly fishing. You'll stay for our passion and the community. Welcome to the Wet Fly Swing Podcast. Yeah, but he doesn't get it. How come fly fishermen don't get it? You only haul with the short power snap. Look for where people walk and the insides of bends and hunt those. The roof blew off and the interior walls got sucked out. And the trees are just coming up. And I mean, he's clearly not going to clear the trees. It is not a fly fishing story. It's a story about me trying to understand my brother through fly fishing. Welcome to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show, where you discover tips, tricks, and tools from the leading names in fly fishing today. Today's episode is sponsored by Togan's Fly Shop, who provides superior quality products at an affordable price. An amazing resource for fly tying materials, tools, and fishing accessories. Since 2005, Togans has been over-delivering on price, service, and passion. And now, you can check out that Togans buzz for yourself. Right now, you can head over to wetflyswing.com slash Togans to get started. That's T-O-G-E-N-S. You support this podcast by clicking through that link to Togans online. We've been waiting for you. Follow our guests, follow us on Instagram, and share this episode and the love if you enjoy this podcast. And we are live in three, two, one. How's it going, Trey? Pretty good, thank you. How are you doing, Dave? Yeah, thanks Thanks for putting this together. We've, we've taken us a little time to get here, um, but I'm glad uh, you've got a, uh, a microphone. You're kind of ready to roll today. Is everything, how's it looking up there in, uh, in Canada today? Are you guys, uh, you know, weather-wise, fishing-wise, everything good up there? Uh, everything is still good right now. Uh, trout fishing has been closed since uh, long, uh, Labor Day weekend, but uh, still be able to go out fishing for uh, walleye, bass, and pike. And, and the river is still pretty good, though. We have lots of water right now, so it's no problem. Yeah, yeah. And, and w- where are you coming from now? Well, right now I'm in Rockland, Ontario. It's uh, about 30 kilometer east of uh, Ottawa, the national capital of, uh, of Canada. And the weather pre- right now is good. It's good. Uh, it's 10 degrees Celsius right now, and they're calling for about 2022 20, today. So that should be a nice weather to go out on the water again. Perfect, perfect. And is uh, in and you kind of sounds like you fish for all species up there. Do you have do you have one that's kind of your focus? Well, no, I don't have a one. Well, actually, yes, I do. It's a brook trout that I love oh, yeah. fishing. Yes. But in in this Ottawa area, it's not too many brook trout. It's more like uh, rainbows. Uh, in the Ottawa rivers, you get all kinds of fish in there. You get uh, pike, muskie, uh, bass, uh, walleye, even uh, all kinds of, even carps as well. We can actually fish for some carps sometime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got it all. Cool. Nice. Well, I wanted to, we're going to talk today, you know, here's mending on the fly Canada. We, this is, this comes up quite a bit. I can't remember the last episode, but, um, you know, I, we talk about this quite a bit, you know, the importance of, um, you, the groups that you, you have there and these around the U S and Canada. So I want to hear, you know, how heroes mending on the fly Canada, how it got started, how you got into it, but first take us back to fly fishing. What's your first memory? How'd you get into that? Well, I grew up in a small town on the south shore, uh, south shore of uh, the St. Lawrence River in, in Quebec. That was called La Pogatière. My father was working for the uh, bishop uh, in uh, for La Pogatière in the diocese. And the bishop himself, he was an avid fly fisherman. But uh, he had a camp and he didn't want to go by himself. So I was actually, he was bringing me along along to be the, the, the weight forwards in this uh, canoe. <laughs> <laughs> mm, sure. He needed weight. He so they would, yeah. He needed weight in the boat. Yeah. So he was fly fishing, and I was actually amazed about the fact that the, the fly fishing because I was not allowed to use any worms in the lake so for fishing. And I said that one time, I said to him, I said I was about eight years old, yes. And I said I would like to learn. And he looked at me with a big grin in his face. He told me, he said it's about time you ask. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's pretty cool. So actually, he got me. Uh, couple of courses and that at that time there was actually if, if we used to fish with bamboo rods and they're pretty slow and it's easy to learn with a bamboo because it's not as today with the new technology that's uh, the movement are more rapid the bamboo is a slow slow and uh, easy motions to do 
So anyway, that's how I got hooked on to it. And uh, especially catching my first uh, trout on a, on a fly that got me all excited. <laughs> right. Do, do you remember that first one? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, the first or second cast on the water, like uh, we did practice on the ground first, and I was in the canoe on the and the first cast, uh, first or second cast, I uh, got a trout right on the on on the fly, so that got me hooked. At then, <laughs> wow, yeah. So so you're so you got started at a young age, and when did um you know when did uh, Heroes Mending on the Fly uh, Canada when did that come into play? Well. We actually, I started with uh, Project Healing Waters back in 2009. Project Healing Waters Canada that uh, was actually brought in Canada in 2007. And they, we had an MOU with uh, Project Healing Water US. And that's how I get hooked on in, in 2009. I was coming back from Afghanistan and I was actually getting involved with the youth program. In, uh, and I was looking for the for some uh, sponsors for uh, fly rods. And I came across with uh, Carrie Pitt, who was the actual uh, actual founders for uh, Project Healing Waters Canada. I asked me if I was interested to, to join. So I did join the program over there then, and uh, that's how I got hooked up. And I, in 2019, we got the MOU revoked and uh, so Project Healing Waters US didn't want us to play with them anymore. So, oh, really? Yeah, that's uh, well, that's in the past now. That's okay, and that's how we uh, at that time we had groups in uh, Newfoundland, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Quebec, one in BC, one in Alberta, and Ontario. We had three other groups there. So, with the directors of those groups, the, the coordinators, myself. And we looked and said, well, we cannot, we cannot uh, use the Project Healing Waters anymore, so we got to come with our own entity. And that's how Heroes Mating on the Fly came in in, 2000, in March 2019. Oh, wow. Who came up with that, the Heroes Mending? Is that, uh, was that a group effort? No, uh, that was a group effort because uh, I saw some, uh, at one point in time, I was looking into uh, flies for arrows or uh, something like related to fly fishing. And uh, we just actually had this, a big Zoom meeting that time, and we just uh, mingle, and Heroes Mending on the Fly came out like that. So that's why we adopted the Heroes Mending on the Fly. Who exactly brought up the, the words, uh, the main thing? I don't remember, because it's a group effort anyway. So. And so is Heroes Mending, I mean, is essentially, and we've had a couple of episodes uh, with Project Healing Waters. We'll put those in the show notes. Is it similar, pretty much identical to that? Do you guys do things a little bit different than kind of folks that are familiar with that? Uh, we do basically similar, but uh, we also expand because uh, expand to the uh, first responders as such, such as the RCMP officers, uh, serving and retired service officers, or firefighters, police officers, and EMS uh, services. So because the uh, pool of uh, veterans is not as big as it is with the American side of it. Right, right. That's the thing. It's just and same thing with the, uh, I mean, just everything, right? I mean, it's U.S., Canada, very similar, you know, people and everything, right? But it's just that there's fewer, there's fewer of everything, right, up, up north, which is great. Which is yeah. great in a lot of ways because it means you have less water, less pressure on the water, right? Is that kind of how it looks for you? Yeah, we well, get less pr pr pressure, but uh, most of the uh, outfitters here in Canada, the actually their main businesses is actually from the U.S. Oh yeah, yeah, we get the, the all the businesses it's uh, U.S. based basically. So that's right, that's right, that's good. Regardless, we still got lots of place to go out fishing, and uh, the pressure is not as much as it is in. the like you go in Montana or any other places, like what the fishing is good. It's, you know, you've got lots of pressure. Here is places that's actually more control, uh, more into the uh, conservation preservations and uh, mm -hmm. reestablish the, the, the native populations. So, yeah, gotcha. So, talk a little about, you know, I was kind of thinking, trying to, you know, I think we all understand what it's about, you know, basically, heroes mending people come back from you know, basically PTSD a lot of times, right? It's that and they're able to learn how to fly fish and that helps them, you know, with some of these 
some of these things are dealing with. Talk about maybe, can you give us a couple of examples or stories of people, you don't have to use names, but just, you know, how it works, you know, stuff that you've seen over the few, over the last few years? Well, actually, I, c- I can uh, say that uh, really it does help because uh, back uh, in the about three years within the program, I will say, we had one individual that was came back from Afghanistan. He was actually kind of uh, to himself in his basement and everything. And a friend, a friend of his brought him up with him at the program one evening and they started to work. But the, you know, like he didn't like it at the beginning, but he said, no, just take your time and so on and so forth. And he stayed with us and gradually he actually picked it up and started making flies. And he had also other problems, but at one point in time, he's actually tried to commit suicide. So I got a, he, I got a call and a kind of fishy call type. And I, so I said, okay, I'll take a chance. I drove to his place and just drove his, to his place at the right time because actually uh, he was actually to attempt suicide. And uh, oh wow, yeah. So I follow him for the about the three weeks after the, that. And now he's actually doing fly tying on a daily basis, and he's actually going out fishing as soon as soon as the waters open up. He's out on the water until the close down of the water. Even the hard water time during the winter time, he's actually doing some ice fishing as well. So now he's doing very, 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 very well. Yeah, and uh, he's one of the lead actually one of the lead in the program down in Quebec area. So. No, that's actually do lots of uh, ben- uh, good uh, good uh, things for the for them. It's a couple other times we actually went out on the on the waters and the people came up to me and said, "You know what? It's the first time I do enjoy it, to be outside with the groups." And so it's, it's been lots of those guys been in, isolated themselves for like month in their basements, and it's actually therapeutic. And I can actually say, yes, it does make a big difference. Yeah, what is, what is it? They talk about that example. You have that person that was, you know, close to or trying to commit suicide. I mean, what 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 does your what does the program do for them? Can you describe that? How how it takes? You know what I mean? How how does it fix that or or, or help that? Well, we actually connected with some uh, special uh, units with the like National Defense and the Veteran Affairs of Canada have the different places that you can actually go for specialists and uh, bring those guys. And we have connections with those offices and we can actually get uh, therapists, uh, other therapists involved with us as well as, as, as we need. We not only, we try, we try to be open to all everything doing like uh, getting the families involved as well. Uh, we try to do uh, family events where the, uh, the veterans or the participant that comes in and following the program and also doing an event for the family as well. So to actually get reconnect and get them also to be reconnected in the, into the outdoors uh, facilities that, uh, that we have. Yeah. So how does it, so if somebody comes in brand new, let's say there's somebody listening right now who's a, who's an EMT or, you know, a police officer or something like that. And, you know, they, they need some help. Talk about how they would get involved. How, how does it work? Walk us through, like, somebody brand new to it. You know, how do they get going? Well, first of all, most of those actually either get it through the, uh, the web page. Uh, we also have different, different places that we have for our brochures, and, uh, like in the doctor, doctor offices, uh, physiotherapists, uh, and veteran affairs, we got our brochures over there. So we get all the contacts information. They either contact us via emails, telephone calls sometimes, but mainly emails. And Email. on our, yeah. And what I, when we do have, and we got uh, programs running right now, Newfoundland, P, uh, Prince Edward Island, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Quebec, Ontario, uh, Manitoba. Alberta and BC. So the only one right now is not covered Saskatchewan, but uh, we're still working to get the Saskatchewan uh, programs going on over there. And when I receive an email from an individual, and in, uh, so it's, so I'm going out and uh, ask a few questions, and also 
where did he get the information? Then I actually transfer him to the proper uh, coordinator, provincial coordinator. And from that point on, I'll make sure that the coordinator actually contact the, uh, the individual. And that's how the, the contacts make, basically, basically through emails, basically. Through emails. Okay. And I'm looking, I'm trying to, I'm on your, oh yeah, you got the nice contact button right up front. So you just click the contact button. Yep. There it is. Get in touch, get your name. Perfect. And which, uh, in which area you're coming from. So yeah, so you got it all Ontario. And so you said the only one you don't have covered is uh, which, which province? Saskatchewan right now is not covered. Yeah. And, and you have it on, you do have it listed on, well, you, yeah, you'd have it listed as just where they're coming from, but nice. So when somebody, let's just say they are in, you know, pick anyone, let's just say Alberta. So they call in from Alberta. What is the next step? So somebody you email back out, how does that look? How do you get them involved? Well, Let's say Alberta is coming from Alberta and tell me, okay, I'm from such such place in Alberta, like Calgary, and I, ha- I have my provincial coordinator in Alberta. So I'll take the, that information and transfer it to the provincial director of Alberta. At that point on, he takes it over. It takes over, and he's actually get the guys involved. As a national director, I don't know like Alberta. They have like I know they have one in Calgary. And I do believe they have one in Edmonton as well. But in between, I don't know if they'd have others because uh, I don't have the time to check everything. But mostly, like the like, if I go to Alberta, he will have uh, a place to actually send the the person. If we don't have a program lead in, uh, let's say, uh, Medicine Hat in Alberta, but. Uh, the coordinator has a fly fishing group over there. They will get them involved with that fly fishing group. That's not, that's is, uh, just be a, like a third party serving. Oh yeah. Gotcha. So you'll find somebody, if you're in an area, you'll, you'll find some way to put them in touch with, with a group, even if they're not right in the exact location. Exactly. Yeah. We work actually, we try to work with all the, uh, flight time clubs or fly fishing club across Canada. And when we do have groups that's highly interested, so we just actually have an MOU drafted uh, with them and we just, uh, and they're part of the, the program as a uh, therapist program. Uh, two years ago, we got the uh, Hamilton uh, fly fishing groups that actually came up to us and said, well, we'd like to join you guys and help out the, uh, so we got in Hamilton, Hamilton. So we got a group in Hamilton now, and we've got a couple other groups that start growing in Ontario. And the same thing in Quebec area. There they have about five or six uh, subsections across Quebec. So it's it's a slowly slow process, but it's growing. Right, right. So you basically get people just kind of word of mouth, people reaching out to you now, or you'll just yeah you don't really have to do a, a lot of marketing how does that look are you trying to find how do you make sure you're not missing people out there well it's hard to to know if we do miss or we're not missing but uh i know for a fact it's uh, lots of word of mouth because uh when a participant comes in uh let's say at uh, the first year everything is free for him like uh, we supply all the all the tools materials for the the flying time classes then we have the flight casting that is all free, and we take them out for two to three days outing in the wilderness. And everything is uh, at no cost. And it can stay as long as you want, but uh, the second year we have advanced classes, then the, uh, the material, for instance, because we are so small and we don't have like an, uh, we don't have a charitable status that we can actually canvas money through companies and stuff like that. So what we do is actually we have company that's give us good discounts. And when we buy the material, we just, they just pay them what the cost is for us that just to cover the cost. So we don't, we don't make any profit out of it. And where does the money just to do, just to purchase that come from? Uh, we got uh, the, the Royal Canadian Legions across Canada. They actually support us a lot, a lot. And, uh, it's amazing the money that we can raise from coming from them, those those uh, entities. Yeah, gotcha. And these are kind of like uh, governmental or types of groups that are basically supporting veterans and first responders. Yeah, they're not uh, they're not linked with the 
the government. It's an independent uh, entity by himself. And uh, they actually, most of the money is raised during the puppy campaign. Uh, from uh, the last uh, Saturday, the last Friday of October until November 11, uh, you see the red poppies coming up to on the uh, lapel of the people across Canada, and it's all it's all through donations. Yeah, I got you. So they so they have a nonprofit probably designation, and they they generate money, and then they can send that out to you guys, others. Yeah, that's right, and. Because we work mainly with the veterans because our main goal is veterans and 95% of the participants right now is veterans. And we just actually got affiliated with uh, another, another good organization. They call it True Patriot Love. It's, uh, it's uh, basically uh, fundraising uh, groups that actually goes out and get monies from various companies. And they do program for veterans, and um, we're linked. We're now linked with those guys. So probably in the near future, we'll get money from those guys. I don't know. Yeah, you got to generate. That's the thing. You, since you don't have nonprofit, you've got to gr- find groups like this that are that you can support what you do. Essentially, that's correct. Yeah, and we sometimes we do have uh, donations from uh, other sources. Don- as people uh, learn about the program, uh, like relative from the veterans that came out to the program and did some good. So, so sometimes we have uh, small donations, but we do explain that we don't, we're not able to do any charitable receipts, but they still donate anyway. So. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. And I'm looking at the Royal, the Legion, it's a uh, legion.ca. It says, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Your, Ro- your Royal Legion, Canadian Legion is committed to making a difference in the lives of veterans and families providing essential services. So this is, yeah, this is pretty amazing. And, what would somebody, if, you know, people listening now, we definitely have lots of people in the U.S. and Canada, but what would you tell them? How could how could somebody listening now help what you have going, you know, to help some of these veterans? Well, if they are interested to help out and uh, be involved with the program as a volunteer, so you just have to contact me and I'll direct them to the proper place that they, like, let's say if they are in New Brunswick, they'll send it out to the New Brunswick uh, coordinator. Uh, Newfoundland coordinator, I got two of there. I got uh, in the central Newfoundland and one in St. John's. Uh, Nova Scotia, yeah, I got three different, uh, I got the, uh, the provincial coordinator and it's got three different areas that they actually be covering Nova Scotia. So, so all depends where they're at. And they all, we're always looking for volunteers to come out and help. And more volunteer coming from out, like uh, outside the main area, but they know they have lots of veterans in that area. And we'll actually just uh, have a chat with them and see what they can actually help us out with. We receive also from uh, people that actually uh, sees uh, time. Like we, about uh, last year, when uh, I received uh, about six cases of uh, time material from a person that passed away. Oh, wow. And the family didn't want to throw that away. So they sent it out to us. So one does that, something does happen like this. And what I do, I divide it to all the groups and I send them out to the different, to the groups because that will save, that saves us lots of money. And uh, also that's actually the, the material is spread out and it's just been used, not been uh, thrown in the garbage. Right, right, right. That's it. So, yeah. Wow. And I, I've heard the story, I can't remember if this was a, I know it was a nonprofit, but they, they were talking about a story that they had a partnership with one of the fly, I think it was uh, Temple Fork Outfitters, but essentially TFO would give away a rod for each new member that joins sort of thing. Yeah, that was with uh, actually uh, Left Decree uh, before he passed. It. And it was actually TFO, but TFO was actually, that was in the US. In uh, Canada, we never had that uh, privilege to receive uh, free uh, fly rods from uh, from them. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it just got me thinking. There's probably some group, maybe you know, U.S. or Canadian, that maybe could do something similar. Would there? Would that? Could a deal like that work? You know, if you found somebody that would give essentially give gear to new people, right? If they, if but you don't really have a membership site, you know, people coming in, and you can't accept money, right? Technically, people if they wanted to donate money, you couldn't accept it. Well, we can't accept it. Yeah, we can't accept the money, but the only thing is we cannot issue a charitable uh, receipts. Oh, okay. So if somebody wants to donate $1,000, 
and get the write off for their taxes. I, we can't. We cannot do that because we're not. Uh, right, but you could take the money. You could take the money, though. Oh yes, I can take the money if the people doesn't mind. Uh, they just want to give it to to us, and they don't care about the fact that it's not be able to put in the, their income tax. Yes, we can. Yeah, good. Okay. Well, I think there's probably some people that would do that even without the charitable donation. Um, and then if they wanted to do that or volunteer anything, they could send an email out to you. Is it, would that be a good place if they had yes. questions? What, what is reminding me of? What's your email? It's uh, for any anything related to the program is national directors at hmotf.ca. Today's episode is sponsored by Tokens Fly Shop. Tokens Fly Shop provides superior quality products at a great price. They have also a great YouTube channel that you can check out right now with uh, new flight tying tutorials each week. Tokens also has you covered if you're looking for unique in-house products, and they also support uh, many, many of the great brands out there that you know and trust. It's been fun connecting with Justin and the family uh, over the years now, and it's it's been really cool, a great local fly shop. Tokens is also offering their flight tying box where they send out materials at a regular cadence where you don't even have to think of it. You just open the mailbox and there's your Tokens pack. And I recently made an order through Tokens and the experience is always perfect. They've got you covered if you ever have questions or need any help, whether that's a YouTube tutorial or connecting with them uh, personally. Since 2005, Tokens has been over delivering on customer service. And it's time for you to check out uh, Togans Buzz for yourself. You can head over to wetflyswing.com slash Togans right now to check out their diverse selection of products today. You support this podcast by clicking through that link to Togans online. That's Togans, T-O-G-E-N-S. Okay, back to the show. And so talk about your maybe your area or... Uh, you know, an outing that you're more familiar with or you're most familiar with. Do you have something coming up that you're looking forward to? You know, is there, you mentioned brook trout as a species, you know, do you have a, a trip that you're going to be out on with, with some of these people? Well, we just have to, uh, had two trips this summer with uh, those people. And it just happened to be in the Quebec area in uh, Quebec city area. And it's uh, called the Parc de Laurentide. And we went into uh, Lac des Neiges. They have uh, like a big cottage there. And then we can actually host up to 20 people. And and it's a big group, but uh, it's a big lake. And the, the fishing is phenomenal in that area. And we all stay on this, under the same roof for about three days. And on evenings, we don't. When we don't go fishing, we just uh, sat around the uh, fire pit and uh, talk. And uh, somebody, some people bring their guitars. It's all oh, relaxed. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's uh, unlimited. And right now, we're working for next spring on a family event that will bring, like the couple event, like the mother, uh, the, the spouse can also bring, like, if you don't have a spouse, but it can bring a, a son or daughter to an event so that would uh, try to do. We're working on that right now for the Ontario side of it. Mm. So people can bring some family members. Family members, yeah. To, that does actually help reconnect themselves together because sometimes when you suffer PTSD, you kind of insulate, insulate uh, like you be by yourself in the corner. Some people goes into the alcohol. Some other people goes into the drugs. But uh, and family kind of suffer that. Yeah, suffer the, the consequences of it. And uh, we try to actually work them out. But we don't have any like if we need to, we can actually uh, bring some uh, specialists on mental health and stuff like that. But nobody, none of our volunteers. Uh, None of us are specialists on mental health or family help or whatever. We all a bunch of volunteers. Everybody works with us, our volunteers. We don't have any salary to pay. Everything is done through a volunteering asset. The only thing we have to pay is our accounting firms because we have to have, a, for the government, have to have an independent firm that do all our accounting for us. Sure. Gotcha. Wow. So yeah, these outings sound amazing, and and the fishing to this lake. So this was the specific one you're talking about. What were the species that you were you're chasing? Oh, it's a, nat a natural brook trout. It's not stock. It's just natural reproductions. Uh, you go from uh, normal size. Well, 
normal size, about eight, eight to 10 inch, and you can go up to five pound trout as well. Oh, depending, wow. depending the time of the time you go into there. But uh, those, uh, especially in the Laurented Park, in the, uh, you call it the CEPAC, is uh, a preservation park that they only do what's natural reproduction of the fish. There's no stocking. Like if you go to some uh, other outfitters, they do stock their lake on a regular basis. But uh, those places, they don't uh, do that. They just uh, reproduce naturally. And it's, uh, oh yeah, it's a really phenomenal place. You got wolf uh, night that uh, sings. Oh, you do. Oh, yeah. Uh, you you can actually see some uh, moose or deers or whatever. Amazing. You know, around lakes. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. What's the? Uh, can you say? Did you say the name of the lake? It's a Lac de Neige. It's uh, how, do you, how do you spell that? Lac de Neige. It's a L A C D E S Neige N E I G E S. Lack of the snow. In English, I can't say. Yeah, that's quite a. Uh, there's no way that spelling I would ever. Uh, yeah, there. Oh, yeah, it's uh, and obviously it's uh, it's French, right? I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's in Quebec. That's in French. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's lack lactin. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and I'm I'm taking a look now. So, in these lakes, and yeah, there's multiple lakes around there. And oh, yeah. the cool thing about that is you're getting you know up to five pounds. Have you, I mean, what is the? Have you had some of those larger brook trout on? What what's that like? Oh, it's a. It's fun. <laughs> it's a really, really, you know, a wild trout is actually good and it's good fight and everything. But we do lots of catch and release, especially a five, a five pound. It's a trout that's uh, reproducing a lot. So we just leave it back, going back. It's like Atlantic salmon. We got a couple large that uh, actually do invite uh, veterans to, from the program. Uh, they do invite a couple of veterans every year to go out uh, salmon fishing. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's in New Brunswick, and that, that's um, and they contact me, and what we do is actually kind of a raffle out uh, the trips for the for the uh, participant, and when they go over there, everything is uh, taken care of by the the lodge. Like uh, the lodge actually owes them out, and uh, they supply everything that they need. So it's uh, phenomenal. That's uh, like. People that go to those large will probably be about two thousand to three thousand dollars for two to three day fishing. <laughs> right. So, so you're able to. So, typically, that's what you like. For this example, you would find a lodge that, to work with. That's the best situation. Yeah, that's uh, sometimes. Sometimes the lodge contact us, and we, from that point on, we actually work with them. Uh, we're looking like uh, it's all kinds of lodge in uh, in Canada. That's actually could actually host the veterans and they can actually host them uh, for like minimal price or minimal cost, whatever. But uh, it's hard to find a place that uh, they will actually give us uh, like a slot, like a two days or three days free of charge. That's right. Cause they have to, uh, yeah, that's during the peak season, right? Something like yeah. that. Yeah, that's right. I used to go and uh, I don't know if that's still feasible uh, with, Back when we were with uh, Project Healing Waters, I used to go out and bring some uh, Canadian veterans with me to um, uh, Wilderness North. That was a resort, and uh, and we go to Miminiska Lake. It's about an hour and a half uh, flight from uh, Thunder Bay through the, up to North and fish with uh, some uh, Pro Project Healing Waters veterans, American veterans and Canadian veterans. Uh, I don't know if they're still doing it because uh, with the COVID and everything, that was kind of a slowdown. I never had a chance to talk back with the, the owners and because uh, uh, so some of the stuff that uh, happened and we have to rebuild and uh, we have lots of work to do. But uh, in the near future, I'm, I will try to contact them back and see what we can do, have a, a partnership with them or whatever. Gotcha. Wow. And I'm just looking on the map at the uh, Lac Denise Lake, which is, it's uh, it's just uh, kind of downstream of Quebec City, right? Yeah, it's an, about an hour drive from nor uh, north of Quebec City, yes. Yeah, near uh, Charles Rivera, is that? Oh, no, 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 the other way around, towards Chicoutimi. Oh, okay, the other way around, gotcha. Yeah. But you're in that whole system where basically coming up from the north, you know, out of, 
you know, wherever, right? New Brunswick, it, you've got this water river channel that flows down into Lake Ontario, right? Is this all kind of in the same area connected a little bit? No, it's not. Uh, no. No, it's actually the water that we're talking about is uh, flowing from north to south into the St. Lawrence River, close to La Mel Bay, Bay St. Paul. It's a north, uh, northeast of Quebec City, uh, north, yeah, northeast of Quebec City, I think I will say. Oh, yeah, 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 I gotcha, I gotcha. Port of okay. is, uh, uh, north, it's west of Quebec City. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha, okay. And, and do you get involved, it sounds like, yeah, I mean, when you look on the map, there's just lakes and water everywhere. Yeah. Well, where do you guys go when you start to look at these programs, finding the next place to go? How do you decide where, you know, how do you find this place? How do you know where to go? Well, let's 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 see. For instance, uh, in the Quebec City area, that were not I didn't I did grow up in that area, and it was kind of my playground. When I was a younger age, and during the time of my military time, when I was getting in uh, holidays, I used to go out fishing over there as well. So that's that area. I know it pretty well, and the uh, it's a government run. It's not a private lodge. It's not so. It's easy. To actually have access, uh, some places, some places, especially if it's an, an outfitters, they already have their regular customers that goes every year, and it's hard to get uh, space yep, to go in spot. there. Yeah, they get a spot, but some like what they call the setback is actually easier to get because it's all like people. Sometimes they don't want to go there; they want to go uh, more into. Uh, fish uh, like uh, to catch fish for their uh, for their winter time type of deal like oh sure yeah and most of the outfitters they just have their business and they want to get the like their business running and they, they don't it's hard to get uh, free stuff from those guys <laughs> sure yeah, yeah yeah i hear you no it is it's yeah they got this business and if they yeah, giving out trips or spots during a week. Yeah, that's quite a bit of money. I mean, some of these trips, yeah, because you're, you're up in these areas, I'm guessing that you, you might pay, you know, five, ten thousand $10,000 for some of these big, nice lodges, right? Maybe more. Uh, some places, yes. Uh, in Labrador, that you're talking Labrador. In Labrador, you're talking about uh, close to $1,500 a day. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's, that's, is that Canadian? Yeah. That's, that's Canadian. That's Canadian. Yeah. That's about probably be $1,100 US. Yeah. A day. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you're looking at, you're looking at, yeah, definitely like six, seven, whatever, $9,000 for a week. That's correct. And, uh, that's all catch and release. You're not allowed to take, uh, bring any, any fish out of there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because when we got started just uh, behind the scenes here, I sent you the wrong link. We use this program, Lips and Connect, and I sent a link to, um, and you see it, Robin Reeve. Yeah, that's right. The link, yeah. Right. So I'm not sure if you know Robin, but she actually is coming up on the podcast here, uh, I think in, a ne in the next month. But she owns uh, one of the great lodges up in your area, and I've heard about her through, uh, through uh, John Girock. Okay. John, yeah, John mentioned, he said, hey, man, I've been going to this great lodge for a long time and it's Robin Reeve runs it. So I'll have to figure out where that is. You might want to check that one out and see. It's a famous brook trout um, lake up there. So yeah, I'll send you a link. Yeah, sure. I will appreciate yeah. it and see if I can connect something over there and get something going. Yeah. And I think I found it. It's uh, it's the um, uh, Three Rivers Lodge is the lodge. And I'm okay. looking at a photo now, which looks amazing. Yeah. Three Rivers Lodge. It's in... Um, Located in Labrador, uh, brush some 150 miles north northeast of Labrador City and uh, and Wabash. So, anyways, yeah. so yeah, there you go. So you got. It sounds like if John Girock, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with some of his work. He's uh, you know, he's written quite a bit, you know, uh, quite a number of books. But yeah, he's he if he recommends it, I'd say it's probably a good a good one. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's on the uh, Churchill Project uh, dams type deal. It's uh, the lodge, the lodge himself, and all the lakes and everything that's uh, part of the uh, dam project of the, uh, the Churchill Falls. Okay. Hydro system. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. How are the uh, How are the bugs? I'm just curious. Up in your neck of the woods, you guys have in the summertime. Do you get some pretty uh, nasty bug activity, like as far as the mosquitoes and all that stuff? Well, it's, it's about the same as the, the down in the states, but uh, we just. Get it's uh, I don't have any problem with that myself. Some do, but I don't. Uh, just, okay, it's not like no. I, I just think of Alaska as always. You know, you go up there, and sometimes you have to wear bug nets for the whole trip and things like that. It gets really bad. 
Oh yeah, but uh, you know you get used to it, and I never, that's something I can't get myself in the face is a bug net. <laughs> yeah, so you just you spray do, do the spray on. What do you use the yeah. the, the spray stuff, DEET or whatever? Uh, I don't use DEET. I use actually uh, I will use uh, natural natural uh, as much as I can. What's the natural stuff? Is there a natural like just whatever it's the same thing? Just organic. Uh, uh, it's organic. Uh, I don't I don't have any on my hand right now, but. Uh, like uh, one of them I used to be used a lot when I was in Labrador. Uh, it's a skin so soft from Avon. <laughs> oh, okay. Roy. Okay. Yeah. There it's you amazing. go. Yeah. That's a good tip. All right. We'll remember that because I know, yeah, I just had some buddies that got back and they were talking about how, yeah, the bugs were so bad that, uh, yeah, I mean, literally, you, and I've been up there when it's like that, you can't have any part of your skin exposed. Otherwise, you're going to get torn up. Yeah, that's uh, well. Yes, because they like especially the black flies. That's the worst one. Is the black? Oh flies. yeah, the black flies. Yeah, yeah. The mosquitoes are just not too uh, bad. Yeah, the black flies are the ones that take a bite out of you, right? That's correct. Yes, chunk yeah. out of your skin. Yeah, you, if you're in short sleeve, uh, you'll have uh, <laughs> black flies all over. So you always get to use the the long sleeves and the hat. But I never use a me personally. I never use a bug net at that point. No. No, no, no. Yeah, I've only used it a couple times. Well, let's uh, let's start. We'll start to take take it out of here. Um, we've got our fly shop uh, segment shout out segment here. I was going to do, um, and as we get into that, I was just start thinking about you know maybe that place that you're thinking. What's the next lodge or location you want to go to? But let's do a quick shout out to. Um, I'm not sure if you know Togan's Fly Shop. Um, they're Amazing. one of our part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Togan. So. They're one of our partners. I think they were one of the ones that recommended uh, to connect with you guys. So Justin's doing some really good stuff over there. So I want to give a shout out to uh, to Togans and and ask you, um, you know, who would be? Are there any local fly shops you you want to give a shout out to here today? Now, you guys probably don't have quite as many up there, do you? Well, we do have quite a bit, uh, and uh, I know we do do deal with a couple. Togan is one of them that we deal with. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. We do actually all their, their hooks and material and everything. That. Uh, oh, cool. We'll talk about that a little bit then. Maybe talk about that. So you know, do you work with Justin or how? Do, how, do, how does that? How did that become? Because I, I know Justin is a big supporter of you of you guys just just verbally, right? Yeah. Uh, well, before before Justin uh, took over from the shop, there was I don't remember the name of the gentleman, but I start with uh, with Togan about back in 2009 or 2000 oh wow oh yeah amazing yeah and uh, then they change over and uh, I don't remember the name of the uh, the, the person that actually contacted but anyway uh, so we've been dealing with the uh, Togan since at least uh, 2009 or 2010. And they really, really have lots of material now because at one, at one point in time, they were just uh, like when they started, there was mainly, mainly hooks and a little bit of material. Now, when they took over, uh, they started to have heading material and they actually asked me, what do you want for material? So I said, okay, get some uh, natural air stuff like uh, deer hair, moose hair, elk and stuff. So they actually came to me and asked me how they, they can develop their, their store. And same as Ackles. And uh, no, they do right now have lots of material, and it's actually excellent material they have. And we love their hooks. And their hooks. Oh, yeah. Their hooks are just actually phenomenal. Excellent quality hooks. The price is right for the, uh, for the cost and everything. Yes, it's, it's a really great shop. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. And, and Justin, uh, he's been my contact and I know I've, we've had a couple of their ambassadors on, I think we got Stanton Jack coming up soon. And uh, I think everybody raves about, I think, you know what I mean? Like any business or any group, you're always talking about the service and the people. Yeah. And I think they, they have great service. So that's awesome. So I'm, I'm glad that, so we give, so our, your shout out is, is to Togans that I guess we're going to stick with that for the, for our, our shout out today. Okay. <laughs> There's so, a couple other ones. That yeah, yeah. Give with. us, give us another one. Any, any other ones that come to your mind? There's one in New Brunswick. Is actually on also on eBay. Is LG fly rods. Okay, LG fly rods. Yeah, it's uh, Luc Gagné that's the own the owner, and it's actually pretty good as well for material, and they give us good deal. Nice. We got also Escape Anglers in PEI in. Uh, that's actually worked with us as well, and is actually has 
good waiters uh, is uh, with the Vi- Vision uh, UK. Oh yeah, the sure. waiters. I got the waiters from from about waiters this summer because my old pair of waiters kind of gave away. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What were what were the waiters you had? What were the old ones that were great? Were they great waiters? And I mean, eventually they all they all break down, right? Yeah, that was that was great. That was actually um, UK brand. I don't. Remember. Oh, UK brand. Okay, I'm trying to think. I, I don't know the UK brands quite as well. Yeah, I don't remember, but yeah, yeah, but but it's Escape Anglers. It's um, E S K A P E. Yeah, Anglers. Yeah, Escape Anglers. And it's actually working with uh, for the fly rods. It's Vision fly rods and the Vision uh, waders. And I just got myself a pair of new waders, and I just love them. <laughs> wow, that's great. Yeah, I didn't know Vision had. That's the thing. I'm so new, to, but I know Vision has a great name. I just didn't even realize they had waders. Yeah, they uh, they do. There you go. There you go. I'm looking at them now. Yeah, they have. They look really. Actually, they look a little bit different. They have a. Um, um, they got yeah, women's and men's. They got a ton of different lineups. Okay, good. So we'll we'll put a link to the Vision waders as well. Did you go with the the hip waders or did you go with like the full waders? I go with the chest waders because I like. Well, I'm more into the river and creeks uh, fisher fishing. I love going in uh, like uh, in, when I was in Quebec City. My river, I was. Uh, used to go on a regular basis was the Montmorency River. It's the and it's north of uh, it's about a forty-five minute drive from my place. And I used to go over there and, and walk into the river, get the water running between your legs, and you know the the, the water ru- rushing out uh, like around the rocks and everything. It's just soothing. It just uh, like it's. Uh, Peace. When you go over there, you just listen to the rivers, the water's running. And uh, sometime I used to go over there on Sunday, like a Saturday, and walk the river and just sit on a rock and listen to the river. And um, just uh, relax and just taking the, the fresh air and the, the sun and the water running out and just charge up charge you back up <laughs> amazing amazing yeah. yeah that's it that's what it's all about yeah did you have when you got involved with project healing waters the first time did you have was it your own you know did it help you were you dealing with some stuff when you first came back uh, from your where you were at in afghanistan yeah i was dealing with some stuff and um, actually <laughs> when i went into the program they put me right right into as a director of for the Quebec side of it. Oh wow! So <laughs> yeah. you went right into the head position. Yeah, right into it. <laughs> <laughs> wow! But I actually that's actually helped me as well to maintain my sanity. <laughs> mm, yeah, because you're busy. You're staying busy, right? You're, that's you correct. You get, yeah. People are counting on you. That's correct. And also, so one thing is in Quebec City, in the Quebec provinces. It's mainly francophone, so everything was anglophone, and, and all the paperwork that I received was all English. And I looked at it, and like I'm, and I said, "Well, if I want to do something in, within the Quebec area or within the province, it has to be translated." So I start translating everything. So my first group that I had was um, ten ten veterans directly uh, from. Uh, in Valcarci, I had two civilian that I knew that actually helped me out to do the flying tank courses and so on and so forth. So we had, uh, like, that was a kind of a sketchy type uh, startup, but that was actually great. And we actually went out to uh, a university. Um, they had a camp out in the, uh, about an hour drive from the north of Quebec City, and they have about five lakes there. And they got a facility, they have like the, the lodging, uh, the catering and everything. So we went over there for three days and I was actually spending the days over there in the lakes. And and it was actually a good experience for me and a big learning curve as well. And that's how then the following years, we did that for about four years in a row. Then I got retired from the military and some of the, some of the people didn't want get involved with the, after they get out, they didn't want to get involved with the military because they said, oh, it's too, too much flashback and so on and so forth. So we had to find a place to do our, to do our tying. And we were fortunate that the Legion in Quebec City gave us the room to, to do that, the, the uh, our program, run a program. 
And in Quebec City, they've been there since, uh, I will say, 2011. And they've been, every year they, they donate the, the location for them guys to, to carry on the, their tying and everything. Wow. Well, there you go. So Quebec City is still a hub. That's still a place that, I mean, obviously it's, is that, I'm just looking city-wise, that's a pretty decent sized city. Not not quite the size of Montreal, but decent no. size. Yeah, decent size. It's about like within the vicinity of Quebec City, you probably got uh, close to a million people living oh, yeah. around. Oh, yeah. And sure. one, of the, one of the main bases in uh, Valcourtse is about 30 kilometers north of that. And you got about 5,000 soldiers up there. So. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yep. Yeah. So the ba- the basin over there and for veterans is pretty good. So they have lots of uh, veterans coming up. And I do know the uh, provincial coordinators now open up uh, chapters in Montreal. Uh, Victoriaville, I do believe, uh, I know, in uh, Saguenay and now down east of Quebec, the southeast of Quebec, they got Rimouski now. And they got about five or six chapters going up right now in Quebec, in the Quebec uh, province. And same as other places like in Nova Scotia right now, they got three three other uh, units that going on over there as well. So it's growing right now. So as as much as we close to a base uh, or to a DN, like military facilities type, then uh, we can get uh, new uh, new veterans coming in. Sure, sure, gotcha. Wow. Yeah, and I was just looking at it. So yeah, and it's the St. Lawrence River, of course, right? That runs yeah. through. Yeah, and next, I mean, basically, it starts up north, goes down through Quebec City, all the way into Montreal, and then eventually dumps out into Lake Ontario, which we've been talking a lot about because we're going to be heading up near that neck of the woods to fish for steelhead. Yeah, and uh, and and the St. Lawrence is a famous river, right, for steelhead fishing. Yeah, have you ever is that on your is that on your list to chase some steelhead down? Yes, uh, so we have actually as a national group right now. I'm not involved with the, directly with the, the the programs i'm just well i'm in, involved with the program but uh i'm not involved too much involved with the other things i lift that to the provincial coordinators and their different uh, leaders uh, program leaders and everything i know that the the great lakes uh fishing is actually excellent as well and you and it goes like uh you go into the great lakes from the Superior right down to the Ontario Lakes and dumps into the Saint Lawrence. Actually, this the the Great Lakes are the main source. Uh, source oh, source. gotcha. Yeah. So it's uh, is it, the Saint Lawrence is from west to south. To oh, it's uh, yeah. I'm going the I'm going the opposite way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, I got this totally back. This is great, great. Yeah, I'm glad you uh, glad you caught that right. So basically, this is high picture, uh, high level stuff. But as you look at the Great Lakes, yeah, you start at Superior. And just looking at it, when you zoom out, you're like, okay, superior. And then they, it bumps down, down into all the Great Lakes, eventually into Erie and then into Ontario and then out towards Montreal. That's correct. Yes. Right. Right. So I'm, I'm, I was totally backwards. Thanks for that. That's good clarification. <laughs> it's all, de- it's all depends where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, that shows you how much I know about the, uh, I'm learning. I, I know Lake Erie, uh, that's the one I've been on and, but I know Ontario is a huge, people talk about that and the Grand and there's all these amazing rivers up yeah. there. Uh, yeah, the Grand Rivers. Uh, actually, we had did the Grand River, and we have uh, programs running the Grand River a couple times right now. Uh, we got veterans that fish the Grand Rivers. I fished it myself personally. Uh, it's a nice river, and you have to be right on the time of when the steelhead or just cold salmon or salmon coming in. Like Ontario's got lots and lots and lots of rivers, same as Quebec City. Uh, I mean, Quebec Province. Uh, I fish the Ontario Lake and uh, it's different fishing because it's not, it's hard to do fly fishing because it's uh, so big of a lake. And uh, no, I did some uh, like uh, call it outfitters like the going on the boat and the water like trolling. Oh right, right, right. So like gear fishing out there. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys find anything? Oh yeah. Any, any fish? Oh yeah, we just uh, so we got uh, lake trout. We got you got salmon. You got steelhead. Like uh, the fisheries up in the, the Great Lakes are pretty ex- excellent. Like I was in the Sault Saint Marie on the Saint Marie Rapids for uh, steelhead. It's uh, like the on the on the in the rapids is all the fly fly fishing and it's amazing fishing there. As yeah. Well. Yes. Gotcha. 
Right, right. So, so yeah, and you're basically, like you said, brook trout is one of your favorite, but you also have, have is Atlantic salmon? Is that something you guys, I mean, you're right in, in the area for that too. Is that something you've been chasing? Yes, uh, we got a few, like in Quebec City area, you don't have too many re- uh, salmon rivers, but you got to go down to the Gaspé area. That's where, yeah, the Gaspé area has got lots of nice rivers there. And that's on the south shore. Then you go on the uh, north shore. Uh, from Settil all the way up to Labrador, and uh, it's a nice, uh, oh yeah, salmon fishing is fabulous in uh, Quebec. And it's all catch and release as well. And about uh, seven years ago, I went out to on the uh, uh, Keswick Lodge and uh, catching some nice big salmon, like 28, 30 pounds salmon that's oh, wow. on, on the fly. That's amazing. It's, uh, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. And uh, that's on the Restigouche River. That's a famous river for big salmon. Mm, how do you, how do you spell that one? Restigouche, R E S T I G O U C H E. Restigouche. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Got uh, we got two large on the Restigouche River. That's actually invite uh, veterans on. One is oh in, wow uh, yeah. So one is in June. The other one is in the September time frame, and. Uh, it's a actually great, uh, great. Yeah, this is New Brunswick. Yeah, that's in New Brunswick. That's a great opportunity to go out and try your luck on the salmon fishing. Yeah, that's why I've heard about the New Brunswick and some of that area. It's not you can find some places maybe that aren't quite as expensive, right, as some of the, as the the other some of the other areas. Yeah, that's uh, like in the Quebec uh, Gaspé area. You can actually go out to fish the. Uh, some good, excellent salmon river. You got the Saint Jean. You got the Restigouche River. Goes into the Quebec side. You have uh, the Dartmouth, uh, the York, as well. And it's probably be fifty dollars a day for the pass. Mm-hmm. And you oh, got yes. one or two pools that you can actually go. And oh, wow. it's also control. Oh, so you get your pool? Is that how it works? You get your own pool? Yeah, you get. They have so many rods per pool per day. Oh, yeah. So if you're a group of four, so they give you two two pool, but then you have those two pools for that full day. So you can have two rods in one pool and two rods in other pools, and you change over between the two guys. And it's probably be about fifty to seventy five dollars a day. And if you need a if you need a guide, the guide's about one hundred and fifty dollars a day. There you go. So right on, cool. Well, this has been this has been uh, this has been good, uh, Gervais. Do you think um, maybe give us anything else you want to give a heads up on with uh, Heroes Mending on the Fly Canada that we haven't talked about today? Any for people listening before we head out of here? The only thing is, uh, if any any Canadian guys that want to fish or fly fishermen that actually want to volunteers their time with us, we're more than welcome to to come and give me a shout. Send me an email to through national directors at. Uh, hmotf.ca and I will be really pleased to uh, respond back and uh, guide you to the right direction any flying time people that don't need their flying time material they actually can send it us to us and I'll give you the address and everything it's, perfect uh, and actually I'll send it through, through the email for you guys and you can actually put it on uh, your your web page uh, or your post whatever uh, we're always looking for volunteers. If you know any military people that actually struggle with PTSD or any first first responders that be, uh, trouble with PTSD, just give us a, a shout and we'll try to help them out the, the best as we can. Amazing. All right, Gervais, well, we'll leave it there and we'll definitely put a link out to uh, Heroes Mending on the Fly, Canada.ca, uh, if people want to connect. And uh, yeah, I just want to uh, thank you for all the good work you've been doing. Uh, over the years and uh and it sounds like you're going to keep it going strong uh, as you head forward so uh, thanks for all your time today and, and the great work well thank you very much Dave, for your invitation i was really pleased to uh, talk with you and have a chat on that <laughs> and uh, thank you very much dave have a good week that is a wrap you can grab all of the show notes at wetflyswing.com and please follow us on instagram and share this episode out with someone you love please send me an email dave at wetflyswing.com if you have any feedback or want us to put together an episode on this podcast for you check in anytime i hope you enjoyed this podcast and would love to meet up with you on the water 
We have new fly fishing schools going all year long and all around the country. So if you want to connect, let's do it right now. All right, time to get out of here. I hope you have a great evening. I hope you have a great morning or great afternoon wherever in the world you are. And I appreciate you for stopping by and checking out the show today. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show. For notes and links from this episode, visit wetflyswing.com.